so yeah, at the outset of the year, this was actually on New Year's Day. You know, JD has this practice where he goes back and he looks at the previous year and he goes through his journal and through his calendar and through his photo album. And and I thought, man, that's a great idea. I think I'm going to try that today. And, you know, I was, I was sitting there going, last year was just awful, right? Like that was my impression of last year. And so I was intrigued by the offer of, I'll go back through my photos and see how awful it, how it was. <laughs> Try to remember. And, uh, and so I start flipping through my photos and quickly I get to February of last year. So it was before, you know, pandemic and lockdown and all that stuff. And these photos pop up of my family and I in Mexico. So we had planned a trip last year in February, the end of February, to go to Mexico for a week. And so we went down somewhere south of Cancun, I think it was, and and spent a week down there on the beach. And oh my gosh, like looking at these pictures in the middle of January here in Colorado. And I was like, <laughs> I want to be there. I want to be there. I need that back. The, the warmth, the... Uh, nothing to do, the mm. go grab a bite to eat whenever you need, jump in the water and dry off in the sun. And oh, just it, it brought it, it brought it all back. And it, and it was, oh, I can't believe that that wasn't even at that time, it's not even a year ago, but wow. it felt so far, so far away. Welcome back to the Wild at Heart podcast. John Eldridge and Alex Burton talking about Mexico this morning <laughs> with our pal Alan Arnold in the studio here in the beginning of February. So a year ago, February, you were in Mexico on the beach. And what does your soul say to you now? I need more than a week in Mexico on the beach. I need to be there for a month right now. Right? Oh, it's just looking back at that, I just, my soul feels parched for it to do nothing, to have no responsibilities for a period of time. That was pretty life-giving. Yeah. If you could let your soul tell you right now what your soul needs, what would it say to you, Alan? Oh, it would it would be the ocean, just very few people around, close family, few friends, uh, hammock, <laughs> white sand, the sun, and just being able with some good books and good friends to just hear the roar of the ocean, laughter, no cell phones, nothing else on the calendar. Like that, that to me would bring such life. And the last time I did that, I was thinking was uh, five years ago. Like it's been five years since I've seen the ocean. Alan, I'm so proud of you. You didn't even say a margarita. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's optional. It's I, in the uh, subtext. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> you got to get the notes for that uh, one. Yeah. <laughs> oh, friends, we are picking up the conversation here at the beginning of February with soul care, with we are pretty beat up from 2020, but not just 2020. It's in some ways, this is simply the 14th month mm. of 2020. 
<laughs> yeah, <laughs> it feels like that. It is. It's. It. There hasn't been a big switch. There. Has, you know, I got a sweet note from some allies in Switzerland thanking us for the podcast. So you're sure welcome, friends. Mm -hmm and saying, we're in our second round of full-on lockdown over there right now, and it's rough. And they were just admitting some of the hardness of that. Mm -hmm. So it, it does. It feels like, doggone it, we wanted 2020 to go away. Yes. But we're sort of in just the 14th month of it here. And the spirit of, of this podcast and next week's is, okay, so if your soul could tell you right now, dear ones, what it needs, what would it say? Like, let your soul speak to you. And Alex, when you were telling that Mexico story, I, I have to admit, there's something a little panicked in me. <laughs> because, so? Well, because normally somewhere in the beginning of the new year, Stace and I try and get away for a week and could just be a staycation, but we just get off email and get off work. And because... It's a big push through the year and a big push at the end of the year. And then there's the holidays. And, mm. you know, we tend to be, as the parents, the ones that sort of make all that happen. Right. Yeah. Okay. So you get into January and you're a little exhausted and you're like, okay, let's catch our breath. I haven't, I haven't been able to find something. Like mm. most of the places I want to go, you can't go to. Yes. Not really sure I want to go there. Yeah. And, and mm. you know, new lockdowns, new situations. And so, yeah, there's something in me that feels a little panicked right now yes. of like, I need, <laughs> what I need and what I can get are world apart. Yeah. I know that what I need is a month in Mexico, like you were describing, mm -hmm. right? Like on the beach, tacos when you want, jump in the water, dry off in the sun, like yes. care, recovery. That's not available to us mm -hmm. right now. And therefore, yeah, there is kind of this, you know, I feel the severe depletion in my soul. And we were having dinner just this last weekend with some friends, which was lovely. We were actually able to get out. And I know everybody can't do that right now. Get to a restaurant that had, you know, some seating available and to sit with some, some really dear allies and just kind of catch up and how are you? And of course it turns to 2020 and mm -hmm. how are you doing, yeah. right? How's, how's your soul? And Stacy and I decided to go ahead and confess, you know, on any given day, we're good. We're good. Like I, I, I feel centered in Christ, I, I, but I got nothing. Like if some major crisis were to hit, our personal situation or, or, you know, some new rocking of whatever, I'm like, oh man, I got no reserves. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And these dear friends and allies paused, looked at us, and you could just see their countenance change, <laughs> tapping into the reality. Yes. And they just said, that describes perfectly how we're doing. Yes. Mm describes perfectly how the world is doing right now. Right. I so identify with that, John. And to add a little bit to that thought, that idea, not only do I not have reserves, I, I also am finding myself lured into this posture of just hold on till it gets better. 
like hunk, yes. hunker down yes. a little bit is, yes. is a lot of what's going on in my soul in response to that. Right. Yeah, when you name that, Alex, like the the hold on just a little bit. Like I found myself, even as 2020 was in the rearview mirror, there was this unstated thing in me that, well, 2021 has got to be better just because it's a different year. Like it's just... It's a new year, so that's <laughs> got to be better, right? Yes. And so you start to put your hope in those kind of things. And I found out the last days of 2020 that it wasn't actually a sore throat I had, but COVID. And so <laughs> oh, I start the new year in the basement <laughs> in quarantine. Oh, my goodness. Going, man, this is not the way I wanted 2021 to start. Like, But it was a good moment for me to say, where am I putting my hope? Because this... If it's just the turning of a calendar, like you've said, John, you're in trouble. Yeah, yeah. Now, friends, hang on, hang on, everybody. Don't, don't, <laughs> don't think into a dark place. We'll see you next God week. <laughs> has provision. Yes. Yeah. God does. He cares. He cares immensely about our humanity. He knows how we're doing and what we want to offer this week and next, and on into the year. This, you know, this will be the whole theme of the year. Is okay. Let's care for that then. How do we find some rest? How do we find nourishment? Maybe in some places we haven't thought of because we can't get a month off. We can't, you know, we're not mm -hmm. back to work. We're on Zoom all day. I mean, a friend was describing eight hours. It was the new year and it was, okay, we're all back to work. It was half hour Zoom meetings because they're all working from home. Right. Mm. Half hour Zoom meetings back to back for eight hours. Jeez. And that, that just clobbers you. And that's yep. just that's just the normal week. Like, And then it's Tuesday, and then it's Wednesday, and then it's Thursday. And then, you're right. Okay. So, so we started actually 2020 on the podcast with a series and, and the, the rollout of Get Your Life Back, Everyday Practices for a World Gone Mad. And that was before the world going yeah. Yeah. absolutely mad. Right. And, the timing. Oh, the timing, the kindness of God to say, look, there are some things that you can do mm. to care for your soul, particularly in an hour like ours. And we want to circle back around to that. What were some practices that saved you mm. in the madness of, of the last 13 months? It's all one year. <laughs> <laughs> Well, for me, one that you brought up in the book that really changed my world in a, in, a, in a way that was a rescue because it was before COVID hit, it was before the pandemic, which was re-looking at technology and the whole technology had in my world. And one of the big things was I started trying to find ways to make my iPhone irrelevant. And so... Yes, we need a we need a phone. Yes, we need to be reachable and all the you know great to take photos on it. But how could I pick it up less in the day? How could I quit looking to distractions on my phone? If I was out with friends at lunch, how could I not pick up my phone if they went to go grab a soft drink, you know? Mm -hmm. And I'm alone at the table, and there's that pull to just not be alone with my thoughts or or just at peace sitting. And so the technology side, it wasn't just tied to the phone, but it helped me see all the ways I was using my phone as a distraction. And when I did that, when I pulled away from it, 
I actually found I got through another book or two a month of mm. reading. Mm. You know, there's the same amount of hours in the day, but I had more time because the phone and the distractions were starting to go away from technology. And that included TV and the news. And so that unplugging, John, was a huge rescue. And as we went into fall and we went into politics and now into the new year, have you been able to sustain that? I have. I have. And wow. and I and I did because every time I would tap back into that, I would ask myself, is my heart better or worse? Has it gone more numb or has it come more alive? And what I would realize is after about 10 minutes, 15 minutes, that's all I need to be up to speed on what's going on in the world. And the rest just feels like anxiety, stress. Um, it's always kind of a fear-driven message or the, the world is about to end or blow up or something's gone wrong. And so I have sustained it, not out of for any reason other than I couldn't sustain my heart if I went back to it. And so that's a practice that I have kept. There's a lot of other things that have snuck in since then, but that's been good for my heart. I am amazed that although I believe that with all of my being, that that's a wise thing to do. Yeah. I am amazed right now, currently, you know, here in 2021, the number of times I reach to look at my phone during a day, just to check, do I have a text? Did yeah. something come in? Is there, yeah. is there an email I need to look mm -hmm. at? You know, just, just that, that reaction is still yes. there. Yeah. Yeah, Alan, you're, you're describing that. And I'm, I'm sitting over here shrinking in my chair <laughs> because last year, the other thing we did was Blaine and Sam came to us and said, hey, we want to do this experiment. Let's get rid of our iPhones for a month. And remember, the and flip we phone experiment. went to a yeah. flip phone for a yeah. month and and I did it and you did it and some other folks on the team. And and it was it was awesome. Like it was a really good experience to go, wow, I'm really addicted to this iPhone. And I remember coming out of it, we had some conversations on, you know, wow, we learned some things. I, you know, I, I think I'm going to do this differently now. And good for you, Alan, of like actually sticking with it. But me, like, I'm, I won't show you my phone right now. Like <laughs> all those apps that I said, I'm never putting those back on they're all back on and my email's back on and I'm and I'm right back where I started I'm ashamed to say so the assault for our attention in the last you know 12 months now cuz what oh my gosh what's happening in the news yeah. and are there new restrictions what's my county doing what do I need to know what's happening with schools and and then the politics and you know what's going on there and what's going on in the world and the pull right. back into the matrix. Yep. I mean, it took Herculean effort mm -hmm. to not get pulled into that. And as Stacy were sitting at the table, she would admit that she too got totally 100% pulled back into it. And only recently has she said, I've got to get off the news. Yeah. I've just got to, it's not doing me well. Yeah. And so friends, what, what we're returning to here is the idea that there are some practices hmm. that will really rescue you. You can get your life back. There, there are some very simple things you can do. And if we can try and reset 
for a new year and and go, okay, look, what's going to save us this mm-hmm. year? You know, Stacy would say, oh, it's the it's the news for me. Yeah. I've got to get off the mm-hmm. news. And for me, I'm just, I'm aware of, I believe all this, and I'm still reaching for my phone. And what is it that I'm mm-hmm. looking for? Yeah. What is it that... And, and there's the dopamine thing, right? So there is the chemical. That the fascinating thing about the dopamine system in your brain is that it does not have satisfaction built in. It doesn't have a mechanism for being satiated. It's just a seeking hmm. drug to cause you to seek. So, you know, you get on Google or whatever your browser is and you start looking for stuff and and that kicks in that I'm seeking. Or, you, you know, get on your phone, you start flipping, right. you know, scrolling your Instagram or whatever and that seeking thing kicks in. But yeah. satisfaction is actually not built into that system. Hmm. And so it gets you in the famous dopamine loop yeah. where you just keep seeking. And then I think you add to that thirsty soul, troubled soul, unsettled soul. Right. And we're looking for something, and we don't even know what it is we're looking for. Mm. Right? Some piece of good news, maybe. Maybe a encouraging text from a friend. But there's just that we, we get caught in it, and, and then we're back, back in the matrix there. Yeah. Well, I think, too, it, part of it, is the reality of what's going on in our world right now. And it is hard to disengage from the news because you want to know, like, what's going to happen next? And where's this thing headed? And, you know, regardless of where you live in the world, we're all all wondering. Yeah. So get your life back, friends. If you haven't read it, this would be the month to pick it up. Like, now's the time to get that. And if it's been... A long times, mm-hmm. you know, to flip back through it and go, oh my goodness, right. Beauty, mm-hmm. detachment, you know, the different practices, which we want to unpack a little bit right now. But I think the the mental fight right now is one that I want to pause and focus on a little bit more. The fighting for your attention, getting back what occupies your thoughts mm-hmm. and I found it fascinating as as I was reflecting on the unique pressures of our time, which are extraordinary pressures, not ordinary pressures. I found myself in the Olivet Discourses of Jesus in Matthew 24 and Luke 21, where he's talking about living towards the climax of, of this age. And whether or not you believe that we're sort of near or really near or kind of near, but maybe not. Like the advice is actually very helpful for people living in troubled times. Mm. And it's interesting. He says two things that just stood out to me this time around. So let me read first from Matthew 24. He says, Watch out that no one deceives you, for many will come in my name, claiming. I'm the Messiah, or I have a word from God, or, you know, it's kind of that whole collection Mm. of, hey, I've got a message you need to pay attention to from God, and they will deceive many. You will hear of wars and rumors of wars. And I thought that was interesting, that rumor part. Mm. It's not just the news, but it's the speculation, right? Wars and simply rumors of wars. 
And this is what he says. He says, see to it that you are not alarmed. Hmm. <laughs> I'm like, wow. Oh my gosh, like you're kidding me. Everything in the world right now is triggered yes. for alarm. It's to constantly ping mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. alarm in us and therefore what's going on? I need my phone. I need to check my email. What's going on? What's going on? Right? Yep. So it gets you in yeah. that. And then I love this in Luke 21. This is the same discourse, but Luke's take on it, the details that he provided us to kind of flesh out the full gospel story. This is later in the discourse, Jesus says, but be on your guard so that your hearts will not be weighed down. Hmm. And I'm like, oh no, there it is, weighed down. Yeah. That's it. That's everybody. Yes. Your, your hearts are weighed down. And he points to the worries of life. Hmm. And so just the idea of what's got your attention, how will you fight for your attention, how do you get out of the crazy, just pulling yourself and making deliberate choices to get to get out of the crazy, to fight for our mental life. And it's it's harder than ever because at the yes. same time our hearts are heavy, our minds, I think, just are in a fog. And and I see that, I don't know about you guys, but like every day I'll find a couple of things where I'm like, what am I doing? Or where did you know, uh, yesterday I went to make a phone call and I dialed the number and I realized instead of the phone part of my phone, I'm on the calculator. The calculator. <laughs> and I'm putting the number in the calculator, hitting, trying to hit send. And I'm like, what? I, you know, and it's embarrassing, but like, and I walked out a few days ago to my car and thought it had been stolen, somebody had taken it. Mm. And I realized I wasn't even in the car that I thought I was in. I had taken my wife's car and had totally forgotten and was looking for my truck. And like, I don't do those things normally, but you add our hearts being heavy and tanking to our brains just being fogged and and in that spirit of confusion. Uh, and it's pretty crazy. It's, yeah. you know, it's a double whammy. Yeah. Well, and, it, and it's hard to get away from right now because you can kick the news out of your life, but the whole world's talking about it. So if you want to have a social life and interact with people, yeah. you're probably going to hear what's going on. Yeah. Right. And so there has to be practices beyond just isolating, right? Yes. That help renew our minds. Yeah. So here's what we did, friends. You know, we released the book, the study last year by the kindness of God, but we also built an app mm -hmm. called the One Minute Pause and... 150,000, 160,000 downloads at this point, and many, 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 many letters, including one this week from people saying, that was my lifesaver mm -hmm. during 2020. Thank mm -hmm. you for that. But we felt that it needed something new and that it needed to be here in the area of, of mental strength. So we released two new pauses on the app just a couple of weeks ago. I wanted to let everybody know about because they're so wonderful. Mm -hmm. We call them mental strength pauses. And it's the same kind of thing of, okay, take a breath, take another breath, settle in. There's the beautiful photo, the beautiful music. You kind of center into the experience. But in these pauses, it's search me, oh God. Yes. Know my anxious thoughts. 
And then it's beginning to, okay, Jesus, I give you my mental life. I pray to be one mind with you. Mm-hmm. And then to pause and get real specific, I give you my attention, mm-hmm. my memory, my recall. Mm-hmm. I give you my focus. I, just kind of consecrating our our mental life. And I was amazed how difficult that was to do. I love this pause. Mm-hmm. I did it this morning. I'm now hooked on this for a while. But to get my mental life consecrated again to Jesus, surprised at how difficult it is, grateful for mm-hmm. the new pauses because it's it's helping. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, d- I did it this morning as well, John. Did you? Yeah, yeah. And uh, it was interesting that what really stood out to me, one of the things you do in there is you end it with now remember a place, a time, experience that was good and kind of rest in that through your day. Like let that be something you return to, stay with that today. And so when you, when you asked us to jump on and do a podcast and look back at, get your life back, I, I was just kind of flipping back through the book this morning and was brought to, you, you wrote a chapter on that, the gift of memory. And I did? Yes, <laughs> yes, you no, did. Honestly, <laughs> right? honestly, I forgot that that chapter exists. Yeah. And I wrote the book. <laughs> so, <laughs> wow. So, so, dear friends, this is why we're bringing it up again. Yeah. Right? Because yeah. of COVID brain and pandemic trauma brain and all of that. Yeah. We're all pretty cooked. Mm-hmm. And it's fragmented our mm-hmm. mental life and Alan can't find his car and I can't remember what I put in my own book. <laughs> <laughs> and so, th- so this morning, I, you know, as I, as I was flipping through the book, I saw that. And this morning for me, the pause was just so helpful. I actually was brought back to, it actually wasn't a place in my earthly memory. Yeah. That's the best way to say it. I had had a sozo experience with some dear friends that are gifted and doing that sort of thing. And so they led me on this experience of experiencing Father, Son, Holy Spirit. And so that's actually the place I went was this experience. And the place I went was my experience with the Holy Spirit. And I won't say more than that because it's personal, but just a a life-giving experience. And I remember them saying, you can go back to this place, like hold on to that mm-hmm. and you can, re- you can revisit it. And mm-hmm. so that's where God took me mm-hmm. during the mental pause. So I'm flipping through the book and I, and I was just re-looking at that chapter on the gift of memory. And here's the fascinating thing. This is what you said in it. You said, forgetfulness is a spiritual pandemic ravaging humanity with dangerous and lethal repercussions. I mean, what? That's so true. Yeah. Rescuing now. Right. Forgetfulness is a spiritual pandemic ravaging humanity with dangerous and lethal repercussions. Jesus. Okay. So, gang, yeah, that's that's it. That we are all fried and forgetful and and even 
precious words and things that God has given us. So, mm-hmm. friends, the fight for your mental life, the fight for your attention is so central for the fight for your heart and the fight for your soul and for finding some new strength this year since we can't all go you know, to Tahiti for six months. Right. So what will you do? And one of our recommendations, you hear Alan saying, get off your technology. Yes. It was a huge rescue. Mm-hmm. It was life-changing last year. I think I would be in a different place had I not done that. And we're saying... We understand the need for the news, but limit yourself, mm-hmm. right? Five minutes, like get in, get the basics. But again, here, not first thing in the morning, not last thing at night. Like put some boundaries around that. Yeah, You know, like don't check your phone first thing in the morning. Let yourself be a human being for 15 minutes and have a cup of coffee and say your prayers and, you know, just... Yes. Simple things we can do. The new pauses are yes. so beautiful and so helpful. That's on the pause app. As you think about taking back your mental life as part of getting your life back, what else? What else is, is helpful there? Yeah, I think one of the things that honestly I got away from but am learning to come back to that was really helpful that you brought up and get your life back. It's just the simple practice of benevolent detachment. And there is so much that's fighting for our attention nowadays, yeah. right? And so many people that are fighting for mm. our attention and it's all, it's all online and it's right there and very present to us. And so coming back to that daily practice and, and especially in the evening as you're settling into time to go to bed and saying good night, to simply say, God, I give you everyone and everything. Yeah. And let it all go. Yeah. And truly entrust them and it to God. Yeah. Okay. So I'm putting myself right now, I, I'm thinking of several texts, several friends, different allies from around the world, a number of whom are in countries that are really locked down mm-hmm. right now. And one was sending me that they're homeschooling their kids and they they were never prepared or trained for that. They mm-hmm. in and they have a they have a special needs child. And so that's just super extra stressful not to have the help yep. with that. And so gang, like literally shut yourself in the bathroom. Yep. Do it. Or or go in your bedroom and shut the door. You can get five minutes. Mm-hmm. You can. And you can probably get it twice a day where you just just get quiet. Just stillness is so healing. Mm-hmm. And I, as quarantine hit and we were all in the same place, working from home, living from home, you know, I bought a new pair of noise canceling headphones. Mm-hmm. And now we have our son, daughter, and toddlers living with us right now. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, and it, there is not a quiet moment. There just isn't. It's, it's full blown chaos. And, Beautiful chaos, but so I bought those headphones and mm-hmm. I go, I, sh- I close the door and I put those noise canceling headphones on. And honestly, simply five minutes of stillness without stimulation. Yeah. Just the grace of to my body mm. of not being stimulated by yeah. anything, by noise or, mm. you know, laughter, shouts, anything. Quiet, stillness, yes. pausing, mm-hmm. releasing. 
Mm-hmm. We're going to come back next week and pick up with more because there's so much more to talk about in this area. But this would be a good time, friends, to get the pause app if you haven't or pick it back up again. You know, try the new mental strength pauses. Get back in the book. Remember what was helpful to you. And let's let's begin to do our best without perfection. Let's do our best to get some practices back that can help us restore our very besieged souls. 